EastEnders fans, and welcome to another episode of Albert Square After Dark, your weekly EastEnders podcast. This week, discussing the episodes broadcast between the 13th and the 16th of November 2023. Hello, how are you? I'm all right. Um, just woken up, you'd be surprised to know. Uh, my delightful partner, Ree, will tell me more. <laughs> all right, Ree, how are you? I'm fantabidersy, Rob. You, on the other hand, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Should we tell everyone? Uh, yes, I've just sure. been ringing Rob incessantly, yeah. thinking yeah. it's forgotten we're recording. We're recording at a different time of day today. <laughs> yes. Um, well, we're recording the night before that we usually yeah. record. Yeah. And um, Rob was missing. Look, MIA is that the term? Is that missing in air? No. Missing no, no. Missing on land. Mol. He was. Mol. Missing on land. Mol. Missing because I was in bed. That's the that's the anagram we'll use. No. So basically, I obviously work nights, as people who listen to his podcast regularly will know. Um, and was supposed to get up earlier than I normally do, so we would record this because reason unavailable tomorrow. And my alarm was just like. Pfft. No, I ain't doing that. No, 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 no. I can't be asked to do, to do a time that I don't normally go off for. Absolutely not. So I, I woke up and Reed's constantly ringing me. And honestly, it's just all been frantic the past 15 minutes. I've had to grab all my notes together and throw something vaguely presentable on. So if I look rougher than usual, I apologise. I can't do anything about it. Uh, but Reed looks beautiful, as she always does. Um, so this this week might I might sound slightly insane at some points this week because I've only, I'm only on my third sip of tea so far for for my day. But there we go. We and live I on... may sound insane because, because I'm at you're... the other end. I'm yeah. ready for bed. Yeah, you're ready so... for bed. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, uh, feels all right. I'm just, sure... re- just just remember the effort we put in, please. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Right, okay then. So, <laughs> this week anything might happen, alright? So, mm-hmm. uh, let's crack on, shall we? Uh, in this week's Albert Square After Dark. So, let's kick off this week with talking about Cindy, Ian, Bobby, Peter and Rocky. So, obviously last week... And Kathy. And Kathy. And obviously last week, the Kath exploded in spectacular fashion. Uh, lots of people injured. Well, I say lots. Some people were injured. Uh, this week... Most people are okay, you know, considering that Bobby got um, blown across the cafe in a gas explosion, um, smashed under a table, unconscious, and then had a ceiling collapse on him whilst he'd been inhaling a load of fire and smoke. Bobby's all right in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, I think it'd be Bobby's fine. Uh, Rocky's okay. A um, couple of ibuprofen, he'll be all right. Uh, the only person that's really in danger is Peter, who is currently on a ventilator. And Cindy and Ian were away last week, inconveniently. They've returned this week to discover uh, everything that's gone on. Um, so we start the week with Cindy and Ian arriving in the hospital. <laughs> Poor Bobby, straight away. like He's only just recovered from this. and He's already getting abuse from Cindy, who clearly could not care less whether he lived or died. Um, she kind of ignores Bobby, rushes in and discovers that Peter is on this ventilator. Um, so, I mean, were you surprised by sort of the lack of injuries from anybody else? Well, yes and no, because obviously it's I a mean, soap. It's, so... This is what happens, isn't it? This is what happens. I mean, um, in a lot of ways, soap characters are made of Teflon because they can survive yeah. almost anything unless the story requires them to do otherwise. Which, you know, it's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm taking the mic. But the most dramatic person to have been on death's door at this moment was going to be Peter, wasn't he? It? it was the one with the most stakes attached to him in terms of all the other characters. Yeah, definitely had the most effect, didn't yeah. he? Um, 
Well, they could have maybe shown that he got injured more in the fire so that it would have been a bit more believable, at least. Like, no, Bobby. Maybe him and Bobby should have been the other way around or something. Joe, I, I was looking online because I'm this sort of person. I looked online and was like, what's it like to be in a gas explosion? <laughs> did you? What yeah, did it yeah. say? Well, apparently, um, chances are that you will have internal injuries because of the force of the blast. It depends what sort of blast you're having. I mean, I think maybe in terms of gas explosions, the one that happened in the cafe was reasonably tiny because a gas explosion, you'd expect the whole building to be completely and utterly obliterated and it's still mm. standing. It's a shell of its the former self. The shell's there, yeah. Yeah, the shell is of, of its former self, but it's still kind of standing. Um, but it was just that kind of, it's that typical soapy thing isn't it um but it was quite it was quite sad to sort of see the the calf sort of all just like i say like i say a, a wreck a shell a burnt out sort of a sort of mess um how long do you think it'll be before the calf is open for business again well that's a that's a hard question isn't it because it now looks like they're not going to get the insurance money yes so it kind of all depends on that, or is somebody else going to buy it and take yeah. it on? Is now, it even going to be a cafe again? They're going to change knows? something else. It could be anything, couldn't it? Could be a, it could be a, a, a bubble tea shop. That's the thing now, isn't it? I tried bubble tea recently. It's very nice. I quite enjoyed it. Is you ever it? tried it? I've never, well, it's, I've never I say had nice. it actually. I say nice. It's basically like you get, <laughs> you get like uh, it's, it's kind of like a flavored sort of juicy drink. Basically, yeah, basically they is, call it yeah. tea, but it's not really tea. Um, and the bubbles are like really kind of thin, plasticky, but edible plastic, which I didn't even think was a thing. Uh, things that just explode in your mouth. It's quite tasty. Well, but did you know I read an article which had put me off bubble tea oh, that yeah. somebody swallowed one without chewing it, and something happened to their insides because of it. There's always one, isn't there? There's always one yeah. where something so stupid make sure, happens. So make sure if you have your bubble tea, you chew hey, your bubbles. I that's don't know anything next... about it. That but... could be the next story, isn't it? It's the character gets sued because of internal damage from bubble tea. There we are. Well, right. So now I know that. I've... A lot. <laughs> now I know that I've definitely only been awake twenty minutes. When I'm talking about that. Wow. Um. Yes, but as you say, the insurance uh, yes. is, is a no-go, which makes the mm-hmm. whole thing, as far as Rocky is concerned, a complete and utter way. So he's blown up his wife's business for no reason whatsoever, really. So he's in even more trouble when this gets found out. Well, um, be- go on. sorry, I was going to say, is that because, so I'm probably skipping ahead a little bit, but obviously when Kathy gets arrested and questioned, mm. they say, did you know about it when you renewed your insurance did i miss something did we see a renewing or there was a thing recently? i do remember that the, i do remember there being a brief mention about insurance because if you remember uh rocky ended up going through some documents and i think reese walked in on him and that i think that had spawned from a conversation that they'd been having about the insurance so it it, it some it, it was a brief mention but i do vaguely remember insurance or something oh, okay. being mentioned before it all kicked off um but yeah because kathy knew about the electrics and knew that something was going it was going to go wrong then she's kind of she she screwed herself basically um so the investigators are all sort of you know obviously trying to find out what happened um meanwhile cindy is just lashing out at anybody close to her especially bobby who she turns around to her and at one point because in her mind uh peter rushed in to save bobby so as far as she's concerned bobby is nearly responsible for killing two of her children which (laughs) is not a great position to be in do you know a part of me like don't get me wrong, Cindy was being horrendous. Oh, horrendous this week. this week. Yeah, absolutely. However, probably did kill her daughter. He did. And now that she's in the position... You can, you can see her thinking, can't you? Yeah, you can see where yeah, she's coming from. She's she's done pretty well all this time to not be saying anything. And then now her other son 
is in, you know, a life-threatening yeah. position and is kind yeah, of because of Bobby. You know, but... in a warped way because of Bobby. Yeah, I mean, yeah. to be fair, you can kind of you kind of wonder, it's lucky that Bobby's, all Bobby's really had to contend with is a glass of wine being thrown at him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because, to be honest. Yeah, she, Cindy is, is I, I, I get where Cindy is coming from because it's Cindy and I understand her thinking. But yeah, you're absolutely right. She was horrendous to Bobby this week. I really, really felt for Bobby. I mean, imagine... Waking up from I that. I for Cindy though as well. Sorry. Did you? What you? There's actually a modicum of sympathy for Cindy for you, is there? Yeah, because he killed a daughter at end of day. I don't think I could be nice to somebody who killed. Well, well, she doesn't know Bobby like everyone else though, does she? No. And she she sees him as the person who killed a daughter, mm. and that's who she's always going to see him as. And now she's in this awful position where she might be losing another one of her children. I can see why she went off. Don't get me wrong, I love Bobby. Like, yeah, yeah. I absolutely love Bobby, but, but you get I it. actually... You get it. Yeah. Um, you know, it's... it's I, I do feel for Bobby, and I, and, I, and I just want to protect Bobby when Cindy goes at him, because I the, the, he's got no chance against Cindy. I really, really want Bobby at some point, because obviously the, the pair of them seemed to have a conversation this week which suggested that Cindy was kind of ready to move on from it. I don't believe a second of it, mind. Do you? I don't believe that she meant a word of that. But... Um, what I would really, really like is for one day Bobby to just fly back at her and go, uh, do you want to talk about the fact that you nearly, that you had my dad nearly killed? Shall we talk about that, Cindy, while we're on the subject of things that we regret? Yeah, shall we talk about that? So maybe that's coming one day, but I would be, in, I'm interested to sort of see how the Cindy-Bobby dynamic is going to develop over the coming months. It's it's going to be interesting. I mean, it's she pretty much just said what she said to him because she wanted to get back in and she needed to live back exactly. in the house, didn't she? Yeah, so... so I don't believe any of this. No, it's I'm not convinced. Um, so, she, yes, because, as we say, she because of what she said to Bobby, Ian basically splits up with her. Um, now, I absolutely love the fact that Ian is now so protective over Bobby. I, I really like that because it actually gives Ian... Uh, a, a really a nice, a well needed, nice side to his character that he is prepared to fight tooth and claw for Bobby and what and sort of defend him. I, I like that. I think that's a I think that's a good a good part portion of his character to be to be that ready to stand up for Bobby despite what Bobby has done. I I think that's good. Yeah, I agree. I I mm. think the fact that I'm actually surprised because I we get the impression that he just all he's ever wanted in life is Cindy. He pretty much said that. Mm. But the fact that he's standing up for Bobby over Cindy, yeah, too right. But also mm. he knows what Cindy's like, doesn't he? Let's be honest. So. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing with Ian. You know, when it comes to women, he's completely blind. You know, I, I think he is, he's more aware, I think, than he he normally is with Cindy. That he, because obviously mm. he's so worried about George and Cindy keeps giving him reasons to be worried about George. Because once they've had this falling out, Cindy sort of basically goes running to George. George is supportive. How long are we giving it before these two end up in bed together? Because it can't be that much longer. Well, Rob, you asked me this a bit ago. Right, I thought they'd be in bed by now. I I genuinely thought it would have happened by now. They're not far off, are they? It's it's coming, but it's uh... yeah. I don't know. It depends how long they want to give it, doesn't it? There's there's got to be something big that's going to bring them together. So maybe Gina or Anna. I mean, something happen. Yeah, I mean, you kind of think, what else could it be? So obviously, we've had Cindy at her absolute Mm. edge because of what's going on with Peter. So presumably, something needs to happen with George. Well, we had a little mention of George Jr. this week. Didn't, didn't we notice? just? Yes, I did indeed mm. notice that. That's interesting. Um, yes, well, I hear tell uh, that next year... Is this a spoiler, Rob? Might be a... Well, it's maybe a rumour. A rumour. A rumour. Um, a rumour. 
slash spoiler. Uh, <laughs> um, next year, we should be meeting some new knights. So you've got to imagine that George Jr. is going to be one of those. And maybe George Jr.'s mother. I don't think we know too much about her. So she might be kind of kicking around and somewhere. Oh, we know about George Sr. and George Jr. is that they don't seem to get along, do they? No, and there was another hint this week from Cindy that apologies are needed to be said but george mm. isn't going to be the one that does it so something has kicked off between george and his son which we don't yet know about but i'm, I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to seeing what's gone on there um so it's nice to know that there's more sort of scope i mean we knew it was because they're in the vic but it's nice to know that there's some more scope planned for the nights after whatever is going to kick off at christmas so mm-hmm. yeah that, that's there yeah, it is interesting it removes george from the suspect list though i would argue if he was ever yeah, really on true. it if he was ever really on it but bit. Yeah. yeah, he was a little bit, I think. But yeah, I mm. think that takes wait a while. We'll have to wait and see. So, uh, Peter obviously uh, is on the ventilator. Uh, so, Cindy discovers about the electrics. So, her natural way of dealing with this is to report Kathy to the police <laughs> to say that basically Kathy knew full well what was going on here and basically implied to the police that Kathy was doing an insurance scam. Uh, so, Kathy gets arrested. I loved Kathy being interviewed by the police because most of the time she looked absolutely bored as hell as she was waiting to be interviewed as I said I've got much better things to be doing than be sitting here <laughs> I mean look Kathy I admire you and you know the fact that you knew how innocent you were but even if I was innocent and I was in that position I'd be getting a solicitor involved all right why do they never do this they never get solicitors do that when they when the character knows they're innocent they were say, no I don't need a solicitor it's your job yeah. to prove that it's like no you need a solicitor stop have it you, have you ever watched a soap like, no don't you know by now that they you need a solicitor even if you're innocent honestly um, so I don't know what she was planning on doing other than saying it wasn't me and the police were going to go, oh, oh, sorry, our mistake. Off you go, then you're free to go. Sorry about that. Um, yes. So the interviews sort of continue and Rocky, obviously, is racked with guilt, not helped by Harvey, who goes absolutely mad at Rocky this week. Can't say I blame him, but it was a bit of a sort of feisty side to Harvey that we've not really seen for a, a quite a long time. Mm. Kind of pins him up against the wall and goes, you, look what you've done. Um do you think Harvey is going to be the one that sort of blows this all up? Or do you think it's going to be Nish who works out what has gone on pretty damn quickly? I mean, Nish seems like the obvious choice. And then is adding on to, you know, another person's mm-hmm. suspect. This is the, yeah, this is the other thing. Yeah. I mean, he's, yeah, he's going to definitely going to be in sort of Kathy's zone of someone that she might, that she might go for. Yeah. But why would he really? He's not really well, going to gain anything from it. So he says, so um, Nish, like I say, works out exactly what went on in about the grand total of about five seconds. Uh, and says to Rocky, well, 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 yeah, you're, you're, you've impressed me. Wow, yeah. So let's cancel that debt. How about that? Because you're clearly, you're going through much right now. And you're kind of looking at this going, yes, but, but, because you're not but. just going to cancel this debt. Nish has decided that he wants the land for for the calf for his own purposes, basically. And he wants Rocky to persuade Kathy to sell it to him for clearly a discounted price. Um, So that just adds another problem on top of Rocky's ever increasing (laughs) list of problems that he's got to deal with. 
Um, do you reckon he'll be back at? Do you reckon he'll be back at Bucky's next week? Then now the insurance. You never uh, know. Paying out. You never know with this mad gambling addiction he's got. It could happen. I will. I bet we never hear the word gambling again. <laughs> you know, I wonder. It's... I yeah. I know. But he's running out of options, so it may well be that he ends Possibly. up back at the. He may. He may well end up back at the booking shop. Mm. Um. So Cindy and Ian make up more or less, you know, because after Cindy and Bobby have this conversation and Ian can see that Cindy is attempting to make some sort of effort after he discovers that she basically just went crying to George. Um, so, and then Cindy invites Kathy to kind of, she's trying, she seems to be trying to make some form of effort to sort of bring that group together, even though I don't believe a word of what she's saying. No. She's still basically implying that, yes, I want to be with you, Ian. I want to, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I love you and all that kind of thing. I always struggle whenever Cindy says that to Ian because I don't I still I don't even believe that. I don't believe that she especially now she's she knows George is on the square. I think she's just biding her time to work out how to get back into bed with George, sure, isn't she? If George was single and willing to take a bike, she'd be there like that. Of course like, she would. If she had to pick between them. But I of course think she would. that's very apparent. But what's what's striking me as more odd, if I'm honest with you, obviously Rocky got Kathy out of this situation by saying I tried to fix the electric. Yeah, and because it's Wolf of Police, that that was all they needed. Yeah, Wolf of Police go. Oh right, oh sorry, our mistake. Everyone's free to go, and we won't investigate the matter any further. (laughs) Well, this is so. This is my this is my issue with it because then Kathy and Ian are quick to forgive Cindy. Yeah, it's like well, Kathy's completely off the hook. So they're they're adamant then. Kathy is one hundred percent off the hook because of what yeah, Rocky looks said. It. Yeah, they've yeah. got no problem with Rocky saying I tried to fix the electrics. Kathy's like, not even got a problem with Rocky for fixing the electrics. It, it seems like she's like, oh well, at least you tried. <laughs> you blew my business no, up. No, but... he said he said, oh, it's all right. It's a, a little white lie. So she knows that he didn't try to fix the electrics. She thinks it was just an accident. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, but it's it it's sort of that also like you're right. That seemed to be very easily sort of swept aside. The yeah. police, I can't believe the police were just like, oh right, okay, fair enough. Like that's, I mean, I can. It's Wolf of Police, but you know, it's, 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 yeah, that was quite easily mm. sorted. I thought. Um, so, what's the next stage of this now? Do you think this is now going to be about Rocky trying to persuade Cindy to uh, persuade Kathy to sell the calf to Nish, or he's going to have to work out some lie? Where because if they're not going to get the insurance money, then his best form of attack now surely is to try and persuade Kathy. Well, we're, we're not going. We're not. That's the only way we're going to get any money out of this situation. And Nish, yeah. probably knowing Nish, is going to really sort of lowball the offer and like make it nowhere near close to what it's worth, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's got to make it a bit close, otherwise Kathy's going to go absolutely not. So he's got to be kind of reasonable to an extent. He has, but if she's got no insurance money coming, that's the only option that she's going to have, surely, isn't it? Yeah, but she might she might be able to get someone to give her a bit more money for the land if it's that valuable yeah. than what he's offering. So I don't know. I think Rocky's going to struggle to do that. But my other thinking in all this is... Bobby going to remember that there was a fire to start with and then another fire happened? Is that is that going to be relevant at all down the um, line? Has, has he got any memory know. of it I, all? I mean, the fact, yeah, he walked in and sort of the, the kitchen surface was ablaze. There was no reason as to why it would have blown up at that point. Yeah. Um, you, then he, it, it, you can, because the way that it, it, pl- it played out actually wasn't Rocky's fault because Bobby yeah, was the one was... that accidentally turned the gas on. So actually, no, I don't think that will, I don't think that should, that will come up again because... The fact that it blowed up, blowed up. It, the fact that it blow, <laughs> blew up, thank you, grammar. Uh, the fact that it blew up, um, I think the investigator should at least be able to work out, well, that was gas related. So there was nothing, and 
so that was clearly a, that bit was clearly an accident. So I, I yeah, I think the the initial fire itself was because of faulty electrics, but then the rest of it was just sort of poor circumstance with what with what was going on mm. at the time. So yeah, I don't I don't I don't think so. But um, the only two people obviously now that know fully about what went on is Nish and Harvey. I don't think Harvey. I, I, yeah, I don't think Harvey's going to be the one that spills it. I think it's going to be Nish because I think that Nish will basically just manipulate Rocky until he's got no other options, and then tell Kathy, and then we're in maybe Christmas area, which firmly puts Rocky as a suspect on the floor, I guess. But I don't think that Rocky Ooh. is going to be on the floor. What about Kathy's trailer? Yes, well, we had Kathy's trailer released this week, or at the end of last week. Um, very different to the rest, I thought. So all the other women sort of look a bit scared and sort of tentative. Kathy's busy hacking away at some tulips on a on chopping board, looking really, really angry and on the attack. So that's interesting. Oh my god, I should have known there were tulips. Sorry, I've I thought there were thinking... roses. <laughs> So did I. I've been yeah, thinking I thought there were roses. roses and it was something to do and with And I Cinder. said this and I said, yes, exactly. So did I. <laughs> I, I was, I made that leap immediately. And then, and then I said on Twitter, oh my God, Kathy's got to do roses. And then literally the whole of the horticultural side of Twitter was just like, uh, they're tulips, you idiots. I was like, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I know. Um, but I mean, it's pretty relevant to be fair, but. <laughs> yeah, still. Um, but yeah, so what do you think? Was there anything that you sort of picked out of Kathy's trailer other than the fact that she looked angry and on the attack? Is that not a bit obvious that it's that it's Kathy? Are they trying to lead us down that direction? Well, I thought there were roses until two minutes ago, so I would think <laughs> yeah. it was something to do with Cindy. Yeah. So I'm glad so... it wasn't just me. I'm glad it wasn't just me that believed that. <laughs> um, the, the other thing that's worth thinking about is uh, was actually in Stacy's trailer. Now this is this is niche sort of looking at, looking for stuff here. All the little clues that they're going to put in. So if you think about Stacy's trailer, she's got. Um, writing on her mirror that she's looking at which says in a flash right uh and in the words and the s in flash is actually a five and kathy's is the fifth trailer to be released as if i don't look at don't look at me as i worked all this out by myself i look at (laughs) i look at theories online the people are much better at this than i am but that would indicate that maybe kathy's trailer is the one to look at but i don't at the moment really see how Kath, why Kathy would be the killer because it's not this. I don't think would be enough for her to turn into a killer. I mean, it's probably just implies that she's angry and she's found out. Oh, about she's angry, yeah. Rocky and yeah. I don't know. I honestly don't know. I don't know. Uh, we're what a month away. Oh, it's so it's so close. It's so we're close. actually we're actually really close. Just under just over a month away from discovering who it is and what who's on the floor. It's very exciting. Um, the only trailer we don't have so far is Suki's, which I mm-hmm. think you'll find we theorized about a couple of weeks ago. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> obviously the run up to Suki and Eve that's all going to be discovered in the next few weeks. So that's presumably going to lead into Suki's trailer, which will firmly put Nish on the suspect list. Um. Yeah, I mean, at this moment, I'd say it's my my suspect list is Nish and then Dean. Um, but yeah, I mean, with now him doing this oh, with Kathy, wow. it puts Nish even more in the limelight for me. So, what are your thoughts? Well, yeah. I've got a new suspect. Oh, go on. Actually. Who's your new suspect? Who's your new suspect? Alfie. Alfie. Why would it be Alfie? Because he's getting very involved with all the Linda and Dean stuff. And right. I wondered if Dean and Alfie somehow going to get into a oh, fight, I see. A fight, so fight, fight or something uh, like that. Oh, right. So you think that Dean might turn killer and then... Yeah. Uh, oh, interesting, yeah. interesting. 
Could be, could mm. be, could be. Um, yeah, it's 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 just exciting. It's so close now. It feels if like in a couple of weeks we will be in December, and then we'll actually be in the month where we find out. It's been such a long run up to this, and it's it's very very exciting. Um, so yeah, we'll have to we'll have to wait and see. So yeah, so I think this is the week that we're supposed to kind of be suspecting that Kathy might kill Rocky. That's what the trailer is kind of implying. I'm not convinced though. I don't think I don't think Rocky's going to be on the floor, but there's every possibility he might be. <laughs> on to the knights now, and Linda and Dean. Um, so Linda obviously is still rather unsettled by everything. Uh, Alfie has uh is back, back this week. Is Alfie's back this week? We've not seen Alfie for a little while. Um, now I was a bit confused by this. Did you was the implication that he went to Spain? And then sort of just had time on his own to sort of and just spent too much time thinking and all that kind of thing. Because I thought the implication was that he, for a minute, was that he'd literally just been staying in his flat the entire time and, and had just pretended that he'd gone to Spain. But he did go to Spain, didn't he? he yeah, he did actually go to Spain. I don't think mm. he went when he said, I don't know how long he was there for. For a while, um, I think. I mean, he's had a tan and dyed his hair while he was there. Yes. Um, yeah. um, but he has been to the hospital. He yes. goes to the hospital this week and discovers that uh, there are still cancerous cells um, left after his operation. So he still has cancer. Um, now, for a, for a difference for this story now, um, he's actually very upfront and honest about it straight away with everybody that needs to hear it. Linda goes with him. So Linda knows straight away. Um, when he gets back to the square, um, Kat sees him and starts immediately having a go at him. Uh, and then and then Alfie just basically blurts it out. So I like the fact now that this is this is where it is this story, and that people mm. now know about it. Um, Pat and Alfie, let's have a brief chat about them. Um, they are, I mean, Cat still clearly clearly cares for Alfie, and for understandable reasons. Um, do you think that I mean, you know, it's the same sort of thing as with Cindy and George? How long before Cat and Alfie are sort of brung back together? Do you think? You know, I I think as much as I said I didn't want this to happen, I do, I mm. think Alfie might be starting to like Linda. Yeah, and I mean, maybe... I've got I've got no objection to to Alfie and Linda. If I'm honest, I I think they they work quite well together. They do, but I just liked them as a friendship. I didn't want it to get complicated. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um but I re- I'm I'm wondering if Alfie's gonna like Linda and then Cat'll end up wanting Alfie when he don't want her and it'll be like, Oh, here we go. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it's I mean the Linda and Alfie dynamic is 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 quite nice to watch. It's nice I mean, yeah, I always sort of would prefer friendship over relationship anytime between two characters. It's, it's it tends to be more interesting for Monis because you sort of yeah. th- those dynamics don't tend to be explored all that often. Um that said, I can see them having a relationship of some form at some point, even if it's just like a one night stand or or something. Um, because Alfie is very keen to sort of jump to Linda's defense this week with everything that goes on with Dean. Um, but with the Alfie stuff, we'll just kind of finish off with the fact that he tells Tommy this week. He 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 basically yeah. confesses to Tommy they have a, they have a meal in the restaurant uh, and tells Tommy that he's that he's got cancer. I thought Tommy kind of dealt with it quite well, considering that Tommy has a has a tendency to kick off about things. So I I kind of thought that Tommy dealt with it very maturely and sort of was just like, right, okay, so are you going to die? And Alfie's like, no, 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 I'm not going to die. I don't think Alfie is going to die. I think we're not at that level of cancer storyline. I think it's more a case of 
just sort of talking about the, the the topic of prostate cancer and what can happen and what and what needs to happen and sort of watching Alfie deal with the implications of what he's going through at the moment. Yeah, I don't think he's going to die either. But yeah, Tommy uh, handled it very well, didn't he? Mm. Quite mature as I yeah. uh, Tommy. Yes, mm. all of a sudden. Yes. So I th- yeah, the whole thing with Tommy is interesting. I wonder if this is going to be something that kind of plays on his mind and then he reacts to it a bit further down the line, you know? Like, I wonder if he starts to struggle with it in the coming weeks. Yeah, I was wondering that. Is he going to start getting a bit scrappy again with people yeah. and taking his anger out on him? Needs to get back, back down that boxing then, doesn't he? Yes, if it's a violent teenager, <laughs> all you need to do is send him to learn how to do violence properly. That's the that's the that's the way to do it. Um, no, to be fair though, it, it is. I was reading about this, and someone said it in the comment section that actually sending someone like that to a boxing ring is actually a really healthy thing to do. Like it, it kind of channel their anger in a constructive way and sort of teach them how to kind of let it out in the right places. Yeah. Um. So it is a good thing for Tommy to be doing. Um. So yeah. So the next stage of this with Alfie, what do you think? I think it's just a case of sort of the recovery process he's now got to take sort of hormones and and all and, and everything that you'd expect in this sort of scenario um i i what what is the next stage of this do you think i think is it just now the recovery process and then he that ultimately he's going to be okay and it's sort of more about yeah. the implications going on around him and the impact on tommy and his relationship with cat i think that's more what we're going to be focused on here isn't it well, this is it, and it? it's going to be one of those. Oh, we could have, we could have lost you. Things is it going to make mm. him and Cat realize yeah. life's too short and all yeah, that? I think yeah, that's yeah, going yeah. to be the big moral of all this for us, isn't it? Well, life's too short and exactly. Exactly. Well, obviously, uh, Phil is going to have some other stuff kicking off uh, fairly soon, as soon as he finds that out. So I wonder if the two stories together are going to be the thing that sort of ultimately breaks Cat and Phil up. And also, Phil, it. Alfie knows about Phil and Emma. Yes, that's got to come out at some point. And I imagine that will come out at some point. So, yeah, it's, it's, yes, much to, much to kick off there. It's interesting. Mm. So, meanwhile, whilst all that's going on, uh, Linda is still trying to deal with Dean. Alfie sees Dean for the first time this week uh, Mm. and is immediately sort of rightfully angry. Uh, What the hell is he doing here? Look at the impact that that's having on my mate. That's, that's, that's an, so the pair of them sort of come up with this plan. Uh, to kind of hand out a load of leaflets uh, with Gina Designs, <laughs> the best designer, best designed leaflets ever. Oh, they yeah, hand... the uh, little stick man that the Rapists unwelcome. Um, and they sort of hand these out among, around the square. Um, I don't know what they thought the implication was. Basically, the idea here was that no one was going to go into the shop uh, and they were going to sort of run Dean out of business and then effectively run him out of town. That was the plan. Yeah. Uh, but as Dean sort of points out to them, legally, I have done nothing wrong. So I've got much more legal rights here than you have. Um, Amy sees one of the leaflets at one point and is yeah. all upset about it, which I thought was a nice moment, actually. It was nice that they mentioned this, sort of talking about the uh, the relationship that Dean and Roxy had and the impact that now has on Amy. Jack goes around to see Linda in a really nice scene. I liked this scene a lot where he was kind of like, I get it, okay? I get everything that you're saying and I get why you've done this, but this is the impact that this is having, all right? So I need you to not do this. <laughs> so it's, I, I really like that scene. I thought that was kind of really nicely played and really, really subtly done. It was, and I just think it was a really stupid idea getting the flyers done. I don't understand. I, I don't like. Surely anyone knows that you know he has technically. I know that he's not, but he has been, you know, told said not guilty, declared not yeah. guilty. So it's 
going to be slander, isn't it? Like yeah. Elaine then says, like, yeah. come on. Um, let's talk about Elaine for a second. There was a Excuse moment me. with Elaine this week. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, you're all right. You don't need to sneeze. You're all good. You're yeah, all good. I just keep needing uh, to uh, sneeze. That like, so that sorry. annoying <laughs> thing. That annoying thing where you feel like you're going to sneeze and then your nose yeah. is it's literally torture and it? it's Chinese water torture when your nose is doing that. <laughs> um, yeah. So a brief moment with Elaine this week, which I want to bring up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're talking, and Elaine's being supportive for Linda. There was something else last week that kind of tickled my synapses, but I can't remember what it was. But it was called brought up again this week. Something's happened with Elaine, hasn't it? Because she turns around to Linda and says, look, I know what you're going through more than you know. Mm. Mm, what's going on there, Linda, I wonder? Even Lin- even yeah, there Linda was a moment, like... wasn't there? There was a moment yeah. of sort of kind of confusion etched on Linda's face before they moved on from it. So something's gone on with Elaine, hasn't it? Yeah, it seems like it, definitely. But what? What could that be? Yeah, what could that be? Not now, the implication... What was a... Go on. Not going to, what were you going to say? Sorry, I, I was going to say, what was her, what was Elaine's relationship with Linda's dad like? Um, as far as I know, all right. Uh, I can't, I can't remember yeah, off the top of my head, but I don't think there's been any sort of implications that Linda's dad was a bad person or anything. No. Um, but I mean, anything could have happened. We you know, in the time that we haven't seen Elaine or before she met George or mm. or, or anything like that. But yeah, you sort of wonder has Elaine been through something similar? You sort of wonder would she have brought this up before if she has. So, bearing in mind what Linda's gone through, you kind of wonder, mm. would Elaine have maybe brought this up sooner if that is what's gone on here? But something, something's gone on with Elaine, which is interesting. Mm, definitely. I'm intrigued to see this because it'd be nice to kind of give Elaine something like that. Because obviously right now Elaine is in sort of lioness mode, protecting Linda, protecting the girls, going against Cindy. She's got, she's got nice stuff going on, but then something to sort of scratch away at the vulnerability of Elaine might be, would be interesting to explore as well. So hmm, watch this space. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder. Um, the other thing that really sort of uh, sets Linda off this week is that Dean comes face to face with Ollie the first time this week. Uh, well, not for the first time, but Ollie sort of, sort of recognises Dean uh, and Dean introduces himself as Uncle Dean, which really isn't helpful. And Ollie draws a picture. Mm. Ollie's the cutest kid. I absolutely love Ollie. He's so yeah, adorable. He um, and he sort of comes in and goes, draw a picture. And he's drawn a family picture of everybody and then stuck Uncle Dean on the end, which is slightly awkward. Now, slightly uncomfortable for Linda. Rob? Yes? Is he, is he Uncle Dean or is he Daddy Dean? I know that they had some kind of test stuff. Yes, they did have a test. But though. I get the impression that they weren't conclusive. And as we found out, home DNA tests aren't always that accurate. <laughs> so, I, I, well, I know what you mean. I, I, I have a feeling that the I know because I think that the Dean and um Nick thing because there was a mystery, there was a question at one point about who's um who's yeah, the kid. and I think. And I'm pretty sure that they left it in the air and that it weren't oh, see, fully I don't... confirmed. That's oh, you what might I've got be in my right. Head. I can't remember. I've got it in my head that they went, they did it properly in the hospital. I don't think, or it was something like they had like matching blood, but then because Mick and Dean were brothers, it could have been anyway. It was something like I'm sure it were. Yeah, I, think I swear was... I remember Mick saying like, no matter what, I'll just bring them up as my own, and would we don't need to know or something. Let us know. I'm sure someone will remember exactly. You, I'm trying to think. You, you might be right, but I ever, I had a feeling that it that it was kind of conclusively dealt with. But you, you might be right. I'm not sure. And and if that and, is the case, yeah. Well, what if what if Dean demands an actual DNA test again because Ollie could 
donate something that Jade needs or something, being a sibling or... Oh, well, yeah, that's interesting, yes. Because obviously all of the mm. reason that Dean is back at the moment is because of Jade. We're going to probably discover more about that in the coming weeks. Um, but yeah, I think adding Ollie into the mix in whatever fashion Ollie is going to be added into the mix it really kind of creates another sort of emotional layer for Linda. But this is the thing, and a perfectly good reason as to why Dean might be on the floor is because if throw Ollie into the mix and Linda is going to come out fighting. So I... It can't it's... be Dean. You can't bring him back this late on and then throw him on the floor. I'm See, sorry. I, I no. know what you mean. No, no, no. I know what you mean. I, I, And I agree to an extent, but at the moment now... We're still a month away from Christmas, and you can fit so much story in in a month. I agree. Now, it seems late down the line to be bringing Dean in for this, but it's it's it's. Yeah. Well, then again, who is it? Exactly. Like, let's be honest. In terms of who the bad people are, Nish and Dean are the two. Oh, the two. It's gonna. I at the minute, I feel it's it's out of those two. To be yeah. honest, because thinking beyond Christmas, which apparently is when the six officially become the six. Yes. Yeah. Um. You're talking about Nish and Dean, who are in many ways kind of similar in their crimes in terms of because we know Nish is effectively a rapist because of what he's done with Suki. You know, we we know that's kind of going on in the background. Um, and Dean is obviously Dean. So uh, we it was I remember on the flash forward it was kind of implied that these women are going to stick together and sort of defend each other from the from this and there was that conversation between Kathy and Linda on the flash forward episode. They sort of implied that that was going to be enough to sort of bring them together and the ultimate defense. So in that regard, I feel like it's very much Nish and Dean that are the two top suspects for this. Arguably, you could see how Nish might manage to get more story out of his, out of his character beyond Christmas for Dean. I don't know how, I don't know how far Dean can go. Well, I've just told you if Ollie's is Jade and all of that, or, or he's the killer. Mm. Dean's actually killed yeah. someone. Well, this is the other theory: is that Linda, because in Linda's trailer, she's cleaning blood off the floor upstairs. Yes, yeah. So, yeah. is imagine if Dean dies on Christmas Day, but he's not the body. <laughs> well, anything's possible. But I mm. also wonder if Linda's going to go back to the drink, right? Yeah. And she's not actually going to remember anything of what's mm. happened. So maybe yeah. something happens upstairs. Ooh, yes, maybe. Because you're sort of wondering with Linda, like, what is it going to take now to push Linda off the wagon again? Um, this is the sort of thing that very easily could push Linda off the wagon again. Uh, yes, that's interesting. I yes, that I mean that would be a nice sort of mix for, mm. one to throw into the mix. She doesn't look drunk on the flash forward because normally Linda's very obviously drunk when she's drunk. Yeah, but so... she might not remember what's happened and just be cleaning blood up. She might have come round and been like. Mm. I've got a oh. cut lip. There's oh. blood on the floor. Yeah. I better clean oh. that up. Yes. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I'm dying. I'm dying to know. I'm so dying to know. What um, are we going to do after this, though? What's our I know. podcast going to be around, I know. Rob? We'll, we'll end Christmas it. We'll Day's end, happened. We'll end it on Christmas. We've we've, we've had all this build all up. Right. And we'll, we'll just be like, right, <laughs> we'll have to go. We know who's on the floor now. Bye. Thank you very much for listening. Bye. Um, Yes, it's very interesting. I can't wait. I cannot wait. It's very, very exciting. Um, so what's next with Dean uh, now, do you think? Where is this where is this gonna go from here? I don't know because I'm quite baffled at the fact that he's still walking around saying he's innocent. Does he believe that he's innocent? Like he doesn't he genuinely doesn't think that he did rape, I, does he? No, I think his mind is warped enough to think that because mm. he never has no, sort of, you... he's never he's never had that moment where because this is something that tends to happen with rape stories quite a lot is that you tend to have that you tend to have that moment between victim and perpetrator where they go, I need you to say it, I need you to say it out loud, and then the, the he 
the the admission will happen and then that sort of brings the story to a conclusion mm. we've never had that with dean because dean has constantly sort of defended his innocence um but he's it doesn't seem that life's going to get any easier for dean because it's not like he's got anybody on his corner at the moment and at the end of the week we have a scene where somebody is spray painting on the pie and mash shop the word rapist so that's going to mm. sort of come out next week who did that do you know who i think it was who priya priya why priya yeah. Because the sleeve looked like the kind of jacket that she wears. Uh-huh. And because she had that moment when they were walking through the square when they were handing out the flyers. Yeah. Where she said to Linda something about, you know, keep up the good fight or True, something. True, yes. Thought, Why? Very good. Yes, 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 And yes. I just, she, but she seemed genuine when she said it. And yeah, I, I like, know, she did. I don't know. I just thought it was Priya. That was my first okay. instinct. Well, that's Why Priya. not? Sort of thing she'd do, it would seem, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. No, that, that could yeah. work. See, my thought was that I, I thought it might be George. I don't know why. I kind of got... The, nah, I, spray paint's mm. not his kind of vibe, I don't think. But you think he'd just go in straight with his fists? Yeah, yeah maybe. I, think he's, I think he'd be a bit smarter about stuff. He wouldn't just go and spray paint. And plus, it's also Cindy's business. Would he go and do that on Cindy's? Oh, that's true, yeah. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, which so... Well, well, Whereas yeah, someone so, like Priya, with what she said... I would like, say Priya would care less. <laughs> But for someone yeah. who doesn't know Linda to go up and say that to her, like it's you and you've got a big problem with yeah. with rapists, and that's because actually Ivane is Ramvir's daughter, not Ravi's. Oh, you you've got all these twists sort of played and ready to go in your mind, haven't you? Good God! <laughs> I mean, throwing enough stuff at the wall, something's going to stick, right? You never know. You, ne- you never know. You never know. Right, well, so let us know in the comments section, who do you think is spray painting on the pie and mash shop? I'm intrigued. That's all. I think we're probably going to find out quite quickly next week, but get your theories yeah. in in the comments section below. Um, right, ladies and gents, next story is the Panasars and Eve has a date. Uh, smallest story of the week now, uh, and we and Eve's got a date. Eve has actually uh, met somebody. Now let's talk about Tess. I thought I liked Tess. I thought I thought Tess was an interesting uh, addition to it all. I can't see Tess uh, being allowed to hang around for long though, can you? Or Tessa, I think her name was. Yeah, she's not going to be allowed to hang around for long, is she? Bit stalkery though, isn't it? Like delivery. No. No, not at all. I thought it was very romantic. You sort of deliver something, oh. realize that this person in front of you is like, oh, I could imagine being with you, and then sort of, sort of find. I don't think Wait, she was stalking. Wait to see him at a chicken shop. No, like, I. Oh, your name's uh, Eve, isn't it? I remember from that package, that parcel that I delivered to you. What yeah. were it? Oh, it was some sauce things, weren't it? I'd be like, who are you? Back no, off. I, anyway, I thought it was very romantic the way that. This okay, sort of, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um uh, you never know but um yes so but eve's eve's all up for this date so eve Eve isn't isn't put off by that so uh she goes for this date in the restaurant but i mean obviously this is just a ricochet from uh from getting over suki isn't it so yeah i'm glad that we're finally finally returning to the suki and eve thing because it feels like it's been months since we've really addressed this um so at the time when uh, the date's going on, the Panasars are having like a family meal in the restaurant as well. And obviously what's happening is that Suki and Eve are far too distracted with staring at each other across the restaurant. Suki's sort of looking at Eve thinking, oh my God, she's got over me. Tessa's trying to have like a romantic conversation with Eve and, Su- and Eve's paying her no attention whatsoever. She delivered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I wonder I wonder how in depth Tessa can go with conversations. Like there's a depth of her first date conversation well about this parcel that I delivered. Bless her. Well, it is her life to be fair. You yeah. Know. You talk I about guess. your job. You talk about your job in You do, in, in no, dates, you do, don't you? you do. Yes. And it was an interesting story of someone had a snake round the neck, so uh, yeah, like why? I mean, yeah, I think that is something that you bring. It's a good icebreaker, isn't it? Yeah. Like, you, I, yeah. I, I it's basically like she told the story as if she as if she delivered the story to Britney Spears. You know, she, Britney just opened the door with this massive python around her neck. I, <laughs> anyway, um, so <laughs> the Suki Lee stuff is now officially back on. We're looking at this, looking at the story. So, what's going to happen here? Do you think? Do you, how do you reckon that Tessa and Eve are going to start sort of properly dating, and Suki's going to somehow get rid of Tessa? What's going to happen? What's going to yeah, happen? And then Suki's going to be like. Oh, Eve, I still love you, though. Yes. No, sorry, I was saying that in an Eve accent. It's hard to tell. Suki will say to Eve, no, I still love you. I've seen you with this Tessa or Tessa, whatever she's called. And mm. no, 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 it's all for me. And Eve will be like, well, Suki, if you're not going to leave Nish, I'm not doing it. Yeah, I mean, somehow they'll end up back together. I think now, I think now we're in the run up. Something is going to happen here to, uh, to bring them back together, and then we're now going to be in the in, we're starting the journey towards Nish finding out about it because obviously Nish noticed that Suki was somewhat distracted. I don't think he kind of quite clocked what was distracting her, but he noticed that something was going on with her. Um, I mean, it's just I want, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know how Tessa is going to react to all this. Tessa kind of gives me the impression that if something annoys her, then she might go a bit mad. I don't know. <laughs> it's like she, I think she seems perfectly nice and lovely. I, I you know, I like Tessa. I, I hope, I wish her well in life. If I'm honest, I think I hope she finds somebody. Another romantic. But you don't know what you've got yourself involved in, love. So no, run. seriously, you have no <laughs> idea the madness that you're getting yourself involved with here, Tessa. Run for the hills, I'm telling you now. Um, but yeah, it was that's all that was really going on this week. Like Tessa and, but the implication was that uh, sort of Eve took Tessa back to hers and got on and got on, oh, with, got, yeah. got it on. So Tessa's clearly mm-hmm. going to be thinking, oh, this is going very well. This is this is this is all working out well. So at some point, Eve's going to have to let her down. Somewhat gently, isn't she? Yeah, it seems like it. Well, we know it's going to end like that somehow. Oh. We know it's going to end very, very badly. <laughs> Is she just going to cheat on Tessa and keep up a front so no one suspects her and Suke? Who knows? Maybe, maybe. I just, yeah, you've got to sort. Something is going to. Something else is going to have to happen with Nish for Suke to go running back to Weed, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I don't. I don't know. I think it'll be more that she sees her with this Tessa that'll wreck her. I mean, what more can Nish do? We know she don't want to be with him. Let's be honest. Sleep with Freya. Sleep. Uh, oh, I've seen a spoiler, so I don't want to say anything. Oh, this is why you don't look at the spoilers. It's... I I can't help it. They just appear on my feed. I don't ask for them. <laughs> I mean, I I'm I, I'm intrigued to see sort of see where the Nish and Priya stuff's going to go because that's clearly being hinted at as well that. Priya's definitely got uh, intentions on Nish. Whether they are reciprocated or not is another matter yeah. altogether. But I, something's going to happen with Priya. This is what I think is going to happen. Something's going to happen with Priya. Oh. Priya's yes. going to try and make... At the very least, Priya is going to make a move on Nish. Uh, mm. And that, and Suki's going to discover that. And then that will be sort of enough to sort of push her oh, back towards okay. Eve. And then that's going to start off again. And then Nish is going to somehow find out. Possibly via because Priya. Priya will find Priya out. Priya will find yeah. out. Yeah, Priya's going to find out something that's going to go. That's going to go on, and he's going to blackmail Suki for a little bit, and then it's all going to come out in huge cataclysmic fashion. We have been told by Chris Clenshaw that when this does come out, all hell breaks loose. 
that's all we know. I mean, obviously all hell's got to break loose because of the characters involved, but he's specifically made us kind of know that this is going to be explosive when this comes out, so I can't wait. It's one of my favourite stories on the show at the moment, I have to say, the Suki and Eve thing, so I'm really interested to sort of see how this is all going to play out. We're not far from Christmas, you know, Nish is clearly going to do something utterly abhorrent to really stick himself on top of uh, on top of the suspect list so yeah i can't wait final story of the week now ladies and gents and we are on to sharon keanu and daddy phil twisty 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 i liked this what do you think what do you think what do you think of this of this big old twist uh Plot twist. Right, right. And now, and now I'm thinking about it, Albie does look a little bit like Phil, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, this, the thing is with this, I can remember thinking at the time when they did the DNA test for Albie, I remember thinking at the time, ah, there's leg room for them to play around with that later if they want to. And apparently they wanted to. So it would transpire, ladies and gents, that Keanu is not the daddy of Albie, but Phil is. Because if anyone needs more kids on the square, it's Phil. (laughs) Raymond ain't going to get a look in, bless him. Like Raymond may as well just be completely utterly forgotten about. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) Um, So it transpires because... Obviously, everything that happened with the kidnapping. Albie went for blood tests to make sure that all is well. And the doctor discovers, I've never heard of this. This almost sounds so obscure. <laughs> like, it's niche. But, so it turns out that uh, Albie has a condition known as AADT-alpha-1 antitrypsin deficiency, which apparently is something that can lead to liver and kidney disease later on in life. He's okay at, at the moment, But the key thing in this is that for Albie to have this gene, both parents need to have it. So Sharon has got the gene. And obviously it's a bit complicated with Sharon's adoption history that she doesn't know about like previous illnesses in her immediate families. That's understandable. And then Keanu has the blood test as well. And Keanu ain't got the gene. So by that, the doctor is able to work out quite easily that he's got a Jeremy Carl situation in front of him and that Sharon is... Uh, has got something to deal with now. I mean, I love this scene with the Doctor because <laughs> the Doctor kind of at one point looked at Sharon and you could literally see in his face, you utter slag. <laughs> Rob, you can't say that. No, I mean, it's just that just looking at the, the faces that he was giving Sharon, I really... <laughs> I loved it. I thought, I loved you, I thought it. you were quite sensitive about it, actually. Like, when well, he was, but it was just... you brought the results together. Yeah. <laughs> just the look at yeah, but what's Keanu left? He was sort of like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mm-hmm. see what I've got Anything in front of me now. Anything you'd like to admit to? Yeah, trollop. Um, so, yeah, Phil is the dad. I mean, where does this leave us? Like, what is going to happen here? So, sh- go on. Mm. Well, at the start of the week, I was adamant i was like oh for god's sake rob were right weren't they karen's told sharon she already knows she's plotting she's doing it all brilliant then the week progressed now like no does she know so then she finds this out and then i'm like oh well we'll get to it we'll get to yeah, it yeah i i well on my that, theory at I... the end of the week on it well, on that, I don't think Sharon knows anymore. I don't think Sharon knows about Sharon. that anymore. Yeah, I don't think Sharon knows about that anymore. There was a brief moment at the I'm end of the week. I'm still not I... sure now. Well, I see. I don't think she does now because they had that row in the Vic, which kind of led me to believe that there wasn't any sort of level of understanding between them. 
Yeah, so, but I don't think there is any level of understanding because I think the point is is that Karen said it to try and split Sharon and Keanu up. And yeah. Sharon's trying to play to Karen that it, I'm not bothered, but actually she probably wasn't his plot in revenge. Maybe. Maybe. We'll have to, have to wait and but see how the you'd sh- think that Karen would tell Keanu, but they're not on speaking terms, are they? No. I mean, this all does really now leave me to wonder how the hell Karen's going to leave. Because there's now more mystery than ever surrounding that. I mean, she's what? still got the bag of cash, though. She has, and she's kind of and she's still, hiding. She's still very kind of stressed about that. Um, what we should mention this week: shot the most shocking event the entire week. Bailey appeared this week. <gasps> I can believe told? it. And she took. Oh, this is what happens with kids, Ray. But I know. Uh, the, God, the next time we I know, but like, oh, she was so smaller when she started, wasn't she? She was only a top. She was, yeah. And now she's kind of growing up and growing up. The next time we see her, she'll be she'll she'll be middle aged. The way the way yeah. Bailey's appearances go. Um, but it was nice to see Bailey. Bless her. It, it was nice to see her. Um, I mean, I just I, I I love this. I have to say. Now, did you know, Re? Um, obviously, relationships on EastEnders have fans. Okay. Now, obviously, you've got the Ballam fans. We all know oh, about yeah. the Ballam. We all know Shiani. about the Ballam fans, and Sue Keeve has bit has bit has a big fan yeah. base. I didn't realise until this story has been kicking off the past couple of weeks how big the Shianu fan Shianu. base is. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. I had no yeah, idea. I've seen that. Yeah, I know. I know. And they're furious about this about this little development. So, oh, they're oh, not happy yeah, at all. They will be. Oh, so... I mean, are you happy? Because I'm not yeah. honest. Oh, I oh, am. Oh, I like this. Yeah. Oh. See, the thing is, I have always... Yeah, but this is the thing. I don't think that Sharon and Keanu were meant to be together. Mm. Oh, see, I... I don't mind them together, actually. I think they kind of work. I I'm a, I'm a Shianu... Uh, are you a Sharon well... Shianu shipper? <laughs> no. <Are you? laughs> yeah, I don't mind them, though. I don't... I think, I think I like how it's turned. I wouldn't like to see Sharon back with Phil now. I think it's just a bit too predictable with them two, to be honest. The maddest thing here is the fact that, considering the history of Sharon and Phil, it's mad that this is the this is the first kid they've had together. Really, you kind of think oh, surely they must have had kids together, but they haven't. This Albie is their only child together. Considering the history between Sharon and Phil, you kind of would what you think that they've had kids together, but it's so this is officially going to sort of really cement them together as as a pairing. Now, I I agree with you to the extent that, you know, Sharon and Phil is sort of just like, they're awful for each other. They're toxic together. Sharon surely should know this by now. Um, But this, I think, might be leading us into the ultimate sort of... And this is what I was referring to earlier when I said that this might be the thing that breaks up Cat and Phil and and takes puts Cat and Alfie back together and then ultimately might end up bringing Sharon and Phil back together. Um, Sharon is sort of flawed by the revelations that she discovers this week. Um, <clears throat> she doesn't really know how to deal with it. I think at first she's sort of like, right, well, I'm just going to have to be honest. I'm going to have to be honest. And then she realises, well, it is nearly Christmas. I might save it for then. Uh, but, um, because obviously she's still going to get married to Keanu. I mean, this is how it's all going to come out, isn't it? Like, it it's all going to come out on Christmas Day. And... Well, she even they even mentioned, didn't they, having a Christmas Day wedding? They were yes, mentioning that. So, so that's obviously. definitely happening. So that's we yeah. know that we well we know the Christmas Day wedding happens. Whatever well, yeah, people know yeah. at the time, we know that it's happening. Um, Zach currently is the only person that actually knows what's going on. So it's not like someone she doesn't trust holds the secret mm. at the moment. So how do we think this is going to play out? Is she just going to get a 
a guilty attack and end up telling Keanu on their wedding day, or what do you think? Or is she? Or if she doesn't know about what Keanu did, is she going to find out about what he did with setting up Albie as missing, and that'll yeah, make that'll be enough. Yours? Oh, well, that'll be enough, won't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, so, what do we think then? Karen is going to tell Sharon the truth about what happens, and then Sharon, Karen, ends up getting arrested or something and taken away, and that's the end of Karen. And then it's left for <clears throat> the explosions and everything to be left behind for us to watch out on Christmas play out on Christmas Day. Well, I still do wonder if Karen has already told Sharon. Mm. And then when she were, when she goes to obviously speak to Phil to tell him the truth, which I was surprised at the fact that she was going to do, do it so soon and not tell Keanu first, which is a bit harsh. Mm. But is that why she wasn't going to tell Keanu first? Because she knows about well, the secret? This, this is the other thing that sort of makes me think that Sharon doesn't know what went on. Because when she found this out, You'd, if she was angry about that originally and then discovered this, you'd kind of think, oh, actually, that makes my life 10 times easier then because I can just now... Do you know what I mean? So I feel like she doesn't know about that otherwise this wouldn't be as much of a quandary to her. And see, I wonder if she does know about it and then heard Phil say that, then went to Keanu and then were like, oh, but out of the two of you, even though Keanu uh, did that, you're, yeah, you'd still I mean, be a better dad than Phil. I mean, like, given, the opportunity, given, the, and... given the choice here, who would you rather be the be the dad to your to your child out of Phil and Keanu? Yeah, Keanu. Yeah, I've got to be Keanu <laughs> on it, yeah. That's what I mean. I mean, it's a, it's a tough choice, but I think Keanu would just about win over it with Phil. Yeah. But she's got more trust with Phil. She has more, she's got more of a history with Phil. She knows Phil more than she does Keanu, arguably. So... True. But then that scene between Sharon and Phil was just frustrating because you sort of just like, oh, you're about to tell him. And then he says one insensitive comment because you know what Phil is yeah. like. And that's enough yeah. for you to go, right, no, I'm not telling you. And then just storms out of the room after downing Cat's wife. <laughs> so um, I, yeah, I don't know. I, uh, But I like it. I really, really like, I really, really like this twist. Now I'm trying to think back to the original DNA test. I've got a feeling it had something to do with a toothbrush. I've got I'm, I'm, I've got a vague memory of ah. they did something where they got the DNA from a toothbrush. I think Keanu might have been living there at the time or something. Uh, and there was the implication that the wrong DNA could have been sent. And then obviously it's not been addressed for ages. And now and, we know that it was. And the doctor that she saw said something about cross-contamination as well. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah so... Great. I mean, yeah, I, I, I do like this, but like I said, the Shiani fans are apocalyptic with rage about this. <laughs> I've just got used. To, I've just got used to it being Albie, and I don't Keanu, know. Maybe I'll yeah. get used to it. Yeah, Keanu. Sorry. So maybe I will get used to it being Phil, but I don't know why. I'd, I just, pre- I would just prefer it to be Keanu. Um, so would Sharon, arguably. So would well, Sharon. Yeah. Um, but I, I see. But with this, I feel like they are slowly removing reasons as to why Keanu has reasons to stay on the square because if Karen is leaving mm. Albie's not his Albie's son. not his so what is there for Keanu to stay around for in the long run because obviously when he finds out ah. about this he ain't, he ain't gonna want to be with Sharon so we want to go and see his daughter Peggy surely then yeah or in terms of or characters he won't see anyone he won't see anyone because he, all he's gonna see is the varnish of the Vic floor Oh, yeah, possibly. Maybe Phil will even go after him when he finds out what he did to his more than son. Li- I think that's more than likely whatever happens. Because <laughs> Phil, it's been a while since Phil's gone after somebody. And I think Phil's, 
Phil always misses it. Phil's always up for an opportunity to go and kill someone with a baseball bat. So, yes, I... Mm, oh. Well, Phil doesn't get his hands dirty directly, though, does he? No, that's fair? true. Unless he's really, really angry, and then he'll do yeah. it himself. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I I do wonder about this. I think, I mean, I do like it. I really, really liked this as a twist. It was a great duff-duff when you sort of realise... Yeah. Oh, that's what we're saying here, is and it? Phil that's was there as well. Phil was there outside the window, so she's sat, so she's staring at these two at these two men in her life. I, I, I mean, what Sharon must be going through here is just it's like her mind must be melted with this. Like, what do you even do if you were Sharon in this situation? What would you do? Tell the truth. You fair. tell the truth straight away. This yeah. is why you'd make a, this is why you'd make a rubbish soap character, Rick, because you couldn't. <laughs> couldn't tell you'd, you'd be like immediately i was you, you know you've got no consideration about the fact that christmas is coming up saving nothing for christmas Ray. if it was up to you Ray, you'd have just had a crappy christmas with just eating turkey and nothing would have happened <laughs> what kind of soap character are you <laughs> well you know what though then having said that the you know alba's got a relationship with kiani it's a bit it's a big chick i mean and a relationship with his nan with karen his auntie yeah. Bernie, like all these people that he's known all his life, all of a sudden, oh, actually, you're not related to him. That is quite a big, drastic change for I mean, Albie as well. I can't help but imagine that there's a modicum of relief in Sharon that she doesn't have to be related to anybody in the Taylor family. Because <laughs> what I remember well, when, yeah, when Bernie hugged... Mitchells, isn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, so I mean, rock and a half place much. But I mean, like Bernie hugged her at one point when they went to these celebration drinks and was like, welcome to the family. And Sharon literally looked horrified. <laughs> Like she looked as though that's the worst thing anyone could ever have said to her. Well, will they still? Well, is there a relationship when they've not got a son together then? Exactly. And Sharon, because let's be fair, no, this is it. Without Albie, what is their relationship? Yeah, is it without Albie to be fair? Because that's why Keanu came back originally. So, Mm. you know, you've got to sort of wonder what does he, what can Keanu even see a relationship between them when, when he discovers this? No, probably. No, probably not. No. Time will tell. It's Keanu. Right, well, it's Keanu on the floor. Keanu on the floor. There you go. Keanu. That's it. I mean, isn't this great, though, this story? Because every single victim, I'm convinced it is. You know, I think potentially. And then I'm like, well, it's obviously Nish, though, isn't it? Yeah, but then obviously (laughs) it's Dean. But then obviously it's Keanu. Like, it's. Exactly. And obviously oh, it's... it's Ian from a heart attack. Obviously so... it's Ian. Obviously it's Alfie. <laughs> obviously it's Zach. Obviously it's yeah. Patrick. Obviously it's Shrimpy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Imagine if it was Shrimpy. Imagine. Oh, I'd be heartbroken if it was I'd be heartbroken <laughs> That'd if be it a Shrimpy. twist. It would. Um, so, uh, I mean, let's talk about the future of this. Where do, How is this going to play out now? So we reckon, because we know that they're getting married on Christmas Day, that presumably means that Keanu wasn't going to find out a single thing until... At least a couple yeah, of days before the wedding. So yeah. this is going to settle for a good few weeks yet. Is she going to tell Phil before then? Is she going to manage to get it out before Christmas, do you reckon? No. You think So you think this is literally all... Yeah, but the secret's got to come out somehow. So presumably what we're thinking is that Sharon will discover what went on with the kidnapping maybe a day or so before the wedding or on the yeah. actual wedding itself, and then it's all going to blow up that way. Possibly, or is Zach gonna tell Whitney and someone might overhear or something? Because I know that we had to have that scene with him and Sharon so that she had someone she were airing it out with, but yeah, 
Or is she going to confide in Linda? Linda's going to get drunk. Maybe. And tell someone. Maybe. Because I'm sure that, I'm sure Sharon was looking over at Linda, like she wanted to speak to her. Want to speak to her, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, she's got wrong her own time. stuff going on. Yeah, wrong so time. Yeah. So maybe she will tell Linda and then it'll be somehow like that. Or I don't know. I could mm. see that, I mean, because they fell out recently. And if Linda does hit the bottle, then... Mere speculation, of course. I know but... there's so many ways in which it could go. Um, yeah, but yeah, I I have to say, in terms of twist, I'm really really pleased with this. But I know a lot of people aren't, so that's kind of that's that's interesting. I did not honestly, I did not realize how dedicated the Shianu fan base was. Like they are, fu- <laughs> they are fuming about this. Oh, I've not seen how fuming they are, but oh. it's understandable if they're you know big Shianu fans. Honestly, Chris Clenshaw, watch your back. <laughs> <laughs> they've got a, he's got a target on his back now from the Shianu fans um yeah so really really interesting um can't wait for next week see how this all plays out um what are your who's your gold star going to this week Ray? what are your who is what uh, are your who is your gold star <laughs> god sorry everyone can tell we're both tired for different reasons god, i'm so week. sorry that, so sorry this has been a rubbish <laughs> episode i've tried my best me bro <laughs> I'm being I'm, rubbish. Running on one cup. Best, running on one cup of tea. I am. I'm so sorry. Uh, so who is your girl star going to this week? Do you know what? I'm. I'm always here for the controversy. I'm going to have to give it to Cindy. Oh, and I've given yes. it to her several times since you she's been back. You I have. actually am really enjoying Cindy. I actually like. I'm really enjoying it, even though she was. She was a mega bit. I think this is the, her bitchiest week since she's been back, isn't it? It's like, yes. Um, That's why I liked her. <laughs> um, I think, I mean, just because I really liked the twist, I think I'm going to give mine to Sharon. Okay. Yeah. 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 I really, mm-hmm. I really, really liked the twist. Um, let's we've know who. Many to Sharon actually have we? I don't think we have. No, I'm not sure how many Sharon's got. But we've, uh, we've got, we've got a counter going on. Don't you worry, yes, we'll we know have. who, we'll know who's got what. Don't you worry about that. Um, right. So, uh, final part of the podcast, ladies and gents, is comments from you lovely people. So, Rob, I'm going to start us off with a DM that we've had from our Ooh. Instagram from yep. Larnabum. Right, you ready for this one? I I'm love ready. this one. Ooh. Okay. Hey, guys, just wanted to share a theory I have after watching tonight's episode. I don't think Avani is Ravi's daughter. We know the actress is older, and the looks when Nish was talking about Avani going to school made me think, what if it's just one of Priya's mates and they're trying to scam him? Anyway, just a thought, but could be a great plot twist. Um interesting that's I mean, a that, thought it is a theory i mean i remember when the photos were released of the two actresses and everyone was like wait who's the mum who's the daughter which one's which <laughs> yeah mm. um that's interesting i mean it's the sort of stunt priya would pull i'll give her that but i kind of also think that as time's gone on with avani i've sort of very much sort of looked at her and go yeah you are i, I feel like she, i feel like she's she is who she says she is but there's every possible i feel like she's definitely a child, but like, who else's would she be? Is my question. I don't think they'd be necessarily be mates. Ramvirs, but maybe, yeah. <laughs> well, the thing that I think Lana's got a huge point on there is how shady they were being with each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. About when they were talking about school, like, there was a moment, they, like, wasn't why there? Why like, were they glancing at each yeah, other? Yeah, so there was a moment yeah. when there was a moment when Priya sort of like shook her head or something, and I was kind of like, why yeah. is she doing that when it's just about school? What's going on there? So yeah, no mate, there's something going on there. You quite yeah, but you're mate, right there. Yeah, 
I don't know whether she's a friend of mm. Priya's. I think that'd be extreme, but you know, see, standards we can have extreme. Oh, I absolutely. think maybe that she's old. I wouldn't be surprised if they said that she's older than she maybe. is. Because how old is she meant to be? Thirteen. Uh, fifteen, I think. Fifteen nugget, fifteen. Yeah, like he's a bit older than her, but I think they're. And she's maybe, meant to I be think, younger than I nugget. She, I think she's like, yeah, I think she's like the year below him. I think was the, I think mm. was what they were saying. Yeah, that is what. Yeah, that is yeah. what was first thing. But yeah, I'm, I'm not buying that. I don't know. I am. <laughs> but this I'm six not. story, this six storyline has absolutely wrecked everyone's head that we don't believe a single thing that's being said to us. <laughs> like... Ivani's gonna do it. Ivani's yeah. gonna kill Nish. Yeah. On Christmas Day, there we go. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> Who knows. Um, we spoke about uh, the fact that Bailey was back this week. It was really nice. Mm-hmm. And Alison Riley is delighted that Bailey's back. She says, at last, we've seen Bailey again for the first time since August. It's about time we saw a lot more of this wonderful little girl and actress. Though she's not so little these days. But she is. She, like we said, she's grown up a lot since we last saw her. Um, yeah, I, I, if you remember, Bailey got a, got, a, got an award at one point. And then after that, she kind of, she's oh, kind yeah. of faded away. I've not seen her. No, yeah. so it was really, really nice to see Bailey again. I hope we see. I hope we do see more of her. But you have kind of got to wonder with Bailey with Karen's kind of going, Karen's leaving. Like, what's what's the plan for Bailey? I mean, obviously Mitch is still going to be around, so yeah, you'd argue that exactly. there's reasons for Bailey and Mitch to stay around with each other. Ooh, but I've seen a spoiler, Nino, Nino, Nino. <laughs> that, um... Nino, Nino, yes. Chatham and Riley are coming yes, back. Yes, I saw this. So maybe this is for Karen's exit. Chatham and Riley having a sort of brief mm. reappearance at the end. That might be quite nice for them. Um, yeah, so yes, she's I, yeah, build I did with see them that. Two or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which or, was something we mentioned a bit ago. Yeah. Yeah, or they're coming back for her funeral, or their her court yes. case. You're just Karen's shouting down all my die. theories, Ray. I don't see this no. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's yeah. yeah, it's no. I I think it's interesting. I Chaffman Riley coming back suggests that Karen's exit is a proper, proper, proper kind of exit. You know, as in like she's not. It's not just going to sort of be. Oh, she could come back. Tying up loose minute. ends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. It's interesting. Mm, we'll wait and see. Uh, next comment. Uh, I've got one from. This is not really relevant to this week. It's from our YouTube. Uh, channel from last week from vintage violet who says the sonia and reese story is so annoying i do hope if she gets pregnant that his wife wakes up she divorces him over all of this and then she and sonia fall in love and raise the baby oh i just thought that was kind of funny actually that (laughs) would be quite funny if that's what ended up happening yeah i mean right now anything could happen <laughs> you know we, especially we are in... with all that she's yeah. definitely going to wake up the wife isn't she so... i think she has to debbie has to wake up at some point yeah. but it's just weird because when this story when this story first started i very much thought the implication was that debbie was never going to wake up and there was just a, it was just a case of making her comfortable but it seems that as to more to more time goes on at some she's point gonna she's going to wake up yeah, yeah. who I knows reckon so who knows um so thank you very much for watching and listening everybody i'm very sorry if our tired brains have made this a less than stellar podcast as usual but i promise next week we shall be we will inject caffeine into our veins and we shall be so on the ball oh we should be so on the ball uh and for that episode if you would like to get in touch with anything you can do the following you can find us on Facebook at Albert Square After Dark, on Instagram and Twitter at E20 After Dark. You can like and subscribe on our YouTube channel, Albert Square After Dark. You can find us on all your favourite podcast sites. You can drop us an email at E20 After Dark Podcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to buy us a coffee, you can do so by going on buymeacoffee.com forward slash E20 After Dark. There we are. Thank you very much again for watching and for listening. Ray, thank you for staying up this late. <laughs>
Thank you. And Rob, thank yes. you for eventually waking up and doing this with me. You're thank welcome. You are you are welcome. <laughs> Honestly, it was that moment, you know, when you know you're late and you've, something wakes you up and your phone's going off and then you're just in a panic because, oh, my God, my life's falling to pieces. Oh, I'm late. Oh, let's throw on a shirt and yeah honestly have you listened to the voicemail i left yet no not yet i assume it's abusive <laughs> but I remember, yeah i think it is and replay all it. i remember is it's abusive no it might be too abusive <laughs> yeah i don't think it is i bet it is i know what you're like i bet it's full of abuse yes uh we'll have to wait and see right uh so we'll be back same time next week in a much more awake state than we are this week i hope it's Will been an enjoyable episode well who knows uh until then it's goodbye from me Back with me. See you later. Bye. Bye.